Exciting. My recording failed. Oh, I was 30 minutes in. Uh, okay. Alright, let's restart this. Um, oh shit, I gotta go back all the way. Okay, hold up, give me a second. But, um, okay, let's, let's, let's go to the beginning. Um, I was, uh, basically the feedback I got from, um, last episode. Uh, yeah, oh wait, shit. Um, this is episode two, um, and, uh, sure, let's just do this. Uh, so the feedback I got, um, was, uh, to explain more, like, what this podcast is more, so that people, like, know what they're getting into when they listen to it, and people's expectations aren't that this is a super prepared, um, show that, that, like, I sit down and I plan out and it it like takes 35 years i literally just sit down and record and um so there's no there's no real prep there's no real um it's very low production quality it's really shit but um it's just me talking and the reason why the, the reason why i want to do it like this is so i could get my opinion on things without um filtering myself uh and the fact that it is low prep and just me talking makes it easier for me to just uh, um, talk about things and um, not have to like, I don't know, not have to prepare. It takes the stress off the thing. And then and then I'm already in school and there's other stuff going on. So I don't want to I don't want to burden myself with like. Oh, you got to do this and it's got to be really good. And like, you know, you got to have this professional looking sounding product. I keep saying looking or watching like you have to have a professionally sounding product and blah, blah, blah. But that's not that's not what this is about. Um, So I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll like I'll put my Twitter in the description. So if, if people want to like send me some feedback there. We'll, we'll kind of open it up there, but in general, um, to explain what this is again, just so people know what's going on, um, the word explain, uh, is defined as making, uh, clear to someone by describing it in more detail or revealing relevant facts or ideas. So the way I'm going to make this clear is kind of by telling you exactly what it is. And and this podcast is an hour every Sunday that I take out and record. And in that hour, I talk about whatever I want to talk about. Um, I usually have one to two points of what I want to talk about. But then I'll um, just kind of branch off from where in which, whichever direction um, I want to. And uh, that'll be that. Uh, yeah, um, so, yeah, and, and, so there's no real structure, and basically that means that I can talk about whatever I want to talk about without the stress of, like, staying on script, um, so if you're looking for a very structured thing, this is not that thing, if you're looking for something, like, very intuitive and very, like, um, definitive that you're gonna get something out of this, um, sorry, (laughs) um but yeah if you're just here to chill out and you have a couple minutes to just listen that's cool um 
and we'll get right into it. So um, I mentioned this last week, but I wanted to talk about um, J. Cole. And um, J. Cole is a uh, musician, um, a musician, but I, I call it as he's a rapper, um, kind of uh, a big guy, like a, a big, pretty big rapper. He's got a big audience and um, he's quite famous. And uh, yeah, there's a, he's, he's one of my favorite artists and if not like my favorite artist of all time. Um, and people always try to ask me why I'm obsessed with him and why I really like his music and everything. And, um, so I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good intro, um, to what, uh, I'm going to be talking about. (laughs) Why did I say that weird? Um, so J. Cole was, uh, like discovered to me, uh, on his, I discovered his album, Cole World, and, um, that, that, like, I heard a couple songs from there, and, um, I found myself listening to those songs over and over again, and, uh, finding them in my playlist, um, oftentimes for years, and when a new album came out, there was a couple songs that I really liked that got thrown into the album, or thrown into my playlist, and then they would stay there for years, and, It was just this consistent amount of, like, half my playlist just being J. Cole. um, That kind of, like, made him my favorite artist. And um, the reason why I like him is because he he just has more of a message to to me personally. I don't want to say that people don't get messages out of other other types of music. But to me, I get more uh, messages from him when he raps in his songs and um then I do from other other rappers I also really like his style and um I think he's extremely talented and uh he knows how to produce he's, he produces a lot of his tracks and uh raps over them which is a rare talent we have a lot of people who just rap over beats uh that are made by producers and that's totally that's totally fine that's still a skill but um, there's something to be said about someone who can put together a complete song on their own and um, share that. And um, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about um, J. Cole and the lack of features he usually has on his um, uh, on his albums. And the reason why is because um, if you don't know what a feature is, a feature is like uh, if you like feature another artist in your in your app. So it's a lot of, uh, J Cole's albums don't actually feature a lot of people. I think a few notable people that, um, have been featured, uh, it's like Drake. Um, I think, uh, hold on. Um, uh, uh, I think it was I'm trying to look up because I don't remember all of them, but I know Drake was on there. Um, Royce the, the Royce the five nine. Um, I think, and then um, there's uh, I can't get enough. Um, who's featured on that song? I think it was Trey songs. Um, yeah. So so like he's he's had a couple of features. But, um, again, like, it 
took me a while to come up with any of them. So you can probably imagine there's not many features in his albums. And um, what's kind of a unique thing is that um, he doesn't like to collaborate a lot on his song, which is which is kind of like a testament to his style and and. And I totally appreciate that. It's not like he doesn't go on other people's albums and stuff. He was in um, Tony and Savages um, a lot. Um, and he's been in a bunch of other features and, like, a lot of other songs. Um, like, Bad Girls Club and, like, a bunch of good, like, really, really um, popular mainstream songs. And, like, In the Morning, um, he did that with Drake. Uh, so yeah, he he basically he has um he has some qualities that I, I I don't know that make me attracted to learning about him and interesting. And the some of those things are like the way he drives um towards achieving what he wants to achieve in um the position that he's in and like whether it be monetary goals or whatever, um that same drive he uses right like um is something that i think i can apply to my life and wanting to achieve what i want to and even though our goals aren't the same or our destination's not the same i don't want to be a rapper i don't want to have um millions and millions of dollars and i know that's not realistic but um i think that applying the same drive he applies or at least the ones he talks about is is going to be key in me finding success um so yeah so no so i i definitely am a huge fan and i've been a fan for a while like all different types of music he's done and um there's like a lot of popular songs that a lot of people know and then there's a lot of songs that a lot of people don't know i i'm excited to maybe see him this year and what he does um but yeah, uh, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, the thing is I already talked about this, yeah, this, it's weird because the, um, uh, the recording crashed about halfway, so I'd already been talking about Jake Cole, so I'm trying to think of what I what we were talking about, because I just kind of went on a rant. Oh, I was talking about how, um, uh, how songs of his like were related to me when I was growing up and uh like in a weird way talking about things that he he discusses topics and things in that a lot of people don't openly talk about and what that does is it actually creates like an environment of like having a conversation or like opening your mind to thinking about things that you would not normally think of and, like, um, his song Wet Dreams, he's, like, talking about his first uh, intimate experience with a girl and it being in high school. And um, there's this girl and he tries to, you know, act all, like, you know, um, really tough and, like, you know, I'm not a virgin and all that stuff like that. And I don't know, in a way that those themes of, like, that that feeling of that situation is something a lot of guys go through but no one really talks about that no one really talks about their their first time or like um 
like how it was like what it made them feel like was it good was it bad whatever um and the quirks of that 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 first initial time that something uh like that ever happened to you you know no, no one really talks about that and the fact that he made a song about it and um was elegant in his delivery in which it was still inappropriate but but it was so well said and so thought of like like thoughtful it um it made it so that when you're listening to it it was inappropriate enough that you wouldn't listen to it in front of your parents but it was appropriate enough uh and well written enough that you would want to hear it over and over again and my phone just rang just happened i just got an email um but so that so that like idea of 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 relating is something that J. Cole does does really well and continues to do. And um, a lot of his albums came up around the times when I was dealing with a lot of the different things. And, um, like, don't want to get too much into it, but the essential point is, like, he was a really relatable and, um, uh, like, influential role model in my life. Um and it's ironic because one of my favorite songs by him is No Role Models. Um, but yeah, I still take um, I still take the messages he talks about to heart. And uh, I think he'll continue making great music. And I'm excited to see what he does this year. Um, and hopefully go see him in concert. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do this year. Um, hopefully that happens. Uh, um, yeah, no, so... Being that J. Cole had this big influence on me, it's, like, um, n- inspired me in some ways. It's it's um, natural to assume I get defensive when people like shit-talking. Um, and that's that's where I totally, like, upon, like, thinking about it, you're like, oh, well, you diss, like, Lil Pump or, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, Takashi or whatever, right? Like, you, you diss these people. There's going to be those same people that also got influenced by it, feel feel connected to this artist and the music that they're putting out that are still going to get defensive. So, I don't know. It, it eye-opened me in that perspective. Um, yeah. And and the another thing about J. Cole that I like is, it, is that he isn't like... Like, he is... How much money... How much is net worth? Let's see. Because he's, he's rich... Like he's he's incredibly well off. Um thirty million. <coughs> Your net worth is thirty million dollars, which is insane. Right? Thirty million at what, like thirty three, thirty-four years old? Um at thirty-four years old. Uh so being that much, like being that wealthy and that well off at thirty-four years old and having a great career with a good formula that's bringing back a lot of fans with a lot of like you know it's not like his creative juices are running out or whatever he's he's still coming up with good songs and when he needs a break he takes a break and um his his core fan base was really um hardcore and really awesome uh and then he also has some mainstream success and um people genuinely he has a big social media following so so he's really well off but to but I still get the feeling that 
um, I would be like good friends with him, like that we would be able to talk about something, and um, like we would be able to talk about life and have a conversation. And again, I don't know. Maybe this is like, maybe that's a false like thing on my part because I'm assuming that he is this person. What if like you meet him in person, he's an asshole, and then. <laughs> Um, like that's a persona. You don't, you never know this stuff, and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like dive too much into that. But um, I think that I think that if I ever got to meet him, it'd be awesome, and uh, we'd have some good chats. But uh, you know that uh, that motivation will keep keep me going into what I want to do, and um, yeah. So. I just wanted to tease a little bit of next next episode. Um, so I'm actually calling people out. Is I want someone to come on the podcast with me, and um, for a couple minutes, I wanna I wanna yell at someone about the office. And um, the reason why I yell at people about the office is because I hate the office and I think it's stupid. And um, I know I'm going to get so, so many, so much reaction out of this. So I want someone to come and actually have a conversation about with me about the office and why they, like, I want to debate this. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like I want to add that to um, the podcast and it's like kind of a debate section. Um, but then again, it gets too complicated. So I'm going to try it once. Um, we'll do it like next week. I'll try to bring someone on who really likes the office and then yell at them for a couple couple minutes about um why the office is a terrible TV show and um why deadpan humor needs to be done really specifically or it's terrible um and not to overdo it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> getting carried away. Um but that's okay. It's part of um it's part of the experience. Uh um, so yeah, no, so last week we were looking up, um, psychologist and I was like kind of shook and really, really far into denial about how much psychologists make. So I talked to a friend of mine who, who studies psychology and she was telling me about, um, how, uh, to get to that position you need, like, where you're making that kind of money, like the 90 grand we were talking about, you need, like, a master's and a PhD. And so here's here's what I'm saying right now. Here's what I'm saying right now. Engineers get a bachelor's, then if you get a good job and you keep working for a bunch of years, by the end of the time, your cap's going to be higher. You're going to be making a lot of money. So <clears throat> I think I need to manipulate the data a bit, you know? I feel like I need to to interpret the results. And uh, based on my conversation with a um, psychology student, I'm concluding that um, that engineers are still better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trigger a lot of people. Um, yeah. You know, while I'm calling people out about, like, TV shows, I should call out Game of Thrones people. I think that's stupid, too. I think Game of Thrones is stupid, too. And and 
I am 100% sure all of that hatred towards those shows is because they're too long for me to watch now, and people have been watching them for years, and um, are, like, really into it, and, like, I'm kind of, like, low-key jealous, um, but that's okay. That's fine. I'm allowed to be jealous. I'm allowed to hate. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the, so I say, so I, I hate Game of Thrones and I hate The Office. If you, uh, if you disagree with me, let me know. I will fight you. Um, what, uh, 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 what else happened this week? I went grocery shopping. That was good. Yeah, good groceries. Um, speaking of groceries, I should talk about nuggets. And I should explain to anyone who doesn't know my obsession with nuggets. Um, why I'm obsessed with nuggets. And so, here's the deal. Is when uh, when I started, um, I started working at the university as a res fellow. I, um, we, we came to school about two weeks early to do our training, which is, you know, just fun. Um, we got to, uh, interact with a lot of our teammates and like, basically we were like in sessions all day, like workshops and stuff. So, um, naturally when it came time to like do team builders and stuff, um, there was nothing set up really by this, the school. So it kind of came on to us like as, you know hey, let's try to actually be friends and, like, get to know people. So I, I started um, started throwing these nugget parties. And I don't know the exact origin, but, but but basically we ended up having these nugget parties. And then everybody in, like, the larger team, like, the residence-wide team heard about the nugget parties. And it kind of became a um, team thing that went to the uh, entire, like, residence life t- thing. For, for all the RFs uh, in our, in residence. And then it, like, it basically kind of just, like, kind of, like, took off from there. And we were having them, like, every week. Um, and it was, it was chill. It was, you know, the glory days. And um, I don't know. To a certain extent, I feel like the, the nug parties have kind of died down. Um, I actually met my girlfriend at a nug party. Um but yeah, no, I think the nug parties died down like last semester when I got like into exams and stuff. I just didn't have the time. And uh, this semester, I really don't have time, but I still try to um, do it as much as I can. Um, it's a great way to like interact with people. And uh, it's cool that I can just uh, throw it in a chat and a bunch of people will just show up because we all live really close to each other. Um, and it's only a walk away. So that So that's cool. And then it also, like, helps me because I, you know, if I'm ever, like, lonely or whatever, um, helps me stay busy or, like, want to uh, hang out with people. Because I'm, like, it's just simple. I just, like, throw some stuff on the fryer, send a message, and suddenly a bunch of people are here. Um, yeah. No, it's it's pretty cool. And the nug parties were really cool, and I really enjoyed them. I still enjoy them because, like, every time you get different, something different out of it. Um, yeah, hopefully hopefully I get to do that more and more. And hopefully that, like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do stuff like that next year. It's just it's just different. Residence life is a, is a very different experience. Um, yeah, I'm excited, though. I have a couple of, like, uh, 
applied to a couple of places and I'm looking at like interviews and stuff. So I'm excited to um go meet with some people and try to get hired for the summer uh in something more permanent. Um like so I can work and actually like live here. Um yeah. Sorry, my throat gets really dry. I'm like I'm just just to perspectivize it, I've been talking for an hour straight at this point. It's just half an hour of it. You'll never hear. Um But yeah. Uh Okay, and what's the deal with Reddit? Right? So I didn't even hear about Reddit. And there's all those, like, those guys on Reddit. You know what I mean? You know those guys on Reddit? Like, Reddit is a medium. I didn't even know it, like, it was a thing. Like, I thought, oh, that's, like, kind of a joke, right? And um, it's pretty cool. It's just kind of like a forum-based community-style thing. Where, like, you have users and, you know, subreddits. And um, it's just like a f giant forum. And you can find anything and everything on it. And it's really cool. And it's uh, the concept's really cool. I just think I'm jealous because I um, didn't hop on that bandwagon early. Like, um, I felt like I was pretty good with, like, the Instagram, Snapchat and stuff. But I, um, I don't find that I adapted to the Reddit community well. And that, like, uh, I didn't really, like, get into it. Um. I feel the same way, like, about Twitter and, like, um, I don't know. I, I felt the same way about Twitter and I felt the same way about, like, um, a lot of social media outlets because I'm not, I'm not super, again, super, like, involved with social media. And, um, I talked about that in the first podcast, so I won't, like, ramble on too long, but, um, it's the same kind of thing on Reddit. Um, it's not anonymous enough for me to use my memes. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. That, that sounds stupid. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's see what a different, like a different profession makes compared to engineering. So, you know, what engineers make like, I uh, hear, oh, I can't spell. I'm going to look up um, mechanical engineers in Canada and, uh, like, their salary in Canada. And then I'm going to look up, let's do a principal, like a high school principal. Actually, no, let's do stuff that, oh, what could I go? I wanted to go into, like, physics like a physicist how much should a physicist make uh, it's probably like a wildly different thing because physicists um probably make like wildly amounts of different money depending on how much funding they get and all that stuff um yeah they could definitely make more than a physicist i'm gonna say that right now I feel like physicists, they can make a lot less, but yeah. So the uh, average pay for physicists, 72000 73000 uh, Yeah. 
And um, they also can make, like, they make less, like, their range is really high. You can make a lot less. And it's probably because, like, um, the different research, like, like different, uh, like, areas of research probably give you different amounts of money and different amounts of funding and stuff. So I think science fields are just off limits. We shouldn't even talk about them. Um, Sociologist is sociologist cannot spell. Um, yeah, sociologist is the other one people like to uh, roast and a lot. So let's uh let's debunk this. Um, oh geez, that was loud. Um. Uh, gotta find the website. <laughs> gotta find the website that makes me look good. Makes me look good. Um, so sociologists make about fifty thousand dollars a year, depending on where they work. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then a lot of the jobs they do are like HR assistants and like HR stuff. Um. Which makes sense, you know, sociologists, um, social people, um, fun, yeah. Um, well, what, um, I'm trying to think of, um, there's a, I was watching, um, Gladiator, um, and it was reminding me a lot of, so I love those, like, movies, like, um, or TV shows, like, uh, Spartacus, if you haven't seen Spartacus, you should, um, really, like, in-depth and, like, really, like, awesome kind of approach to the whole gladiator, like, the, uh, uh, you know, fighting in the arena kind of thing, um, and, uh, I've, I've been watching Gladiator, which is that 2000s, uh, uh, version, uh, with, uh, what's his name, Russell Crowe, um, and he actually is, like, he looks amazing in, in, in this movie, and, like, he, he's just, like, kind of badass-looking character and everything, um, and, like, I don't know, this, these movies and TV shows, they have the same format, they go from this really, like, buff dude who's, um, in the army as, like, a high-ranking general or, like, a, um, or some, like, commanding officer, and then he'll, uh, like, you'll have a choice to do what's right or what's, you know, like, in, in the face of injustice. And he'll he'll do what's right or, or, like, you know, run away or try to, like, he'll try to, like, go back to his regular life after he's done his service or something like that. And then yet we'll, like, have his family, like, have his family killed and then, like, uh, thrown into the arena to, or, like, sold as a slave and then thrown in the, into the arena to die. And, um... And I don't know what's so cool about it, but I, I don't know. It just like, I feel like we've lost that character in society <laughs> with the whole, like, the whole, like, that, that, that whole divide of like, you know, like, I don't know, the intensity is just high in these movies. So like, I think that the intensity would be insane, like back in those days or, like, if you were a slave and you were, like, sentenced to die, right? Like, I don't, I can't think of many scenarios, like, um, where, um, 
if I like, I don't know, like where I in my position as a Carlton or like an, an engineering student um, in his second year study could um, be sentenced to die if I was like a law abiding citizen and I did like, like I did things justly, right? Like, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just the intensity there. And like the fact that like people were dying and like getting stabbed and all the blood and gore and everything probably like, um, like is, is something that people like, I don't know, I think is really cool. I just think that the whole, like the gladiator theme is really like pretty insane. And I don't know, I grew up around wrestling, so, so it pretty much has very similar, like, gladiator themes with, like, the good guy and the bad guy, and, um, fighting for honor, and, like, maybe, maybe the death thing is less, you know, <laughs> there's less death, but, um, uh, that's what, that's what makes, like, you know, the gladiators, they're, like, they're, they're wrestlers times a million, because, you know, if you lose the match, you die, right, like, you know, you could win the match and die right from disease and stuff um i don't know that's it's it's just the coolest thing to me and um i think the whole concept of like uh um gladiators and uh spartacus and um all that stuff like like um or the other guys in in spartacus like they all come from like legend right of like the great um the uh the great like uh great fighters in the arena and um yeah and it's cool to i don't know history history is really intriguing to me um so like this is like kind of a gritty um take on on like it probably was gritty it was gritty 100% it was gritty i don't know why i keep saying probably but like um shit was gritty back then and uh, this is kind of a take on it, which is like you know pretty interesting, and um, so yeah, uh, and then it's cool to like read up on them later on, and um, so yeah, uh, it was uh, the. Um, uh, what do you call, it's the whole, like, um, uh, the whole, like, you know, winning your freedom kind of thing with, like, the drama of the arena and the drama of the, of, you know, this poor guy, this, the slave versus the master, I think that whole themes and everything is just really interesting, and, um, I think Gladiator and Spartacus are really good, like, Spartacus, I think, is, like, probably one of the coolest, um, <laughs> coolest depictions of that, that's why I really like that show, and, uh, the thing is, Spartacus is, um, the guy who was playing Spartacus originally, um, I think he got cancer, and, um, so halfway through, they, they switched to a different actor, but, uh, I think they both played, uh, Spartacus really well, uh, What's his name? Um, Annie Whitfield. Yeah, he he um he got cancer, and uh, so they had to switch him out, 
to a different uh different actor uh yeah but he he just play, he played Spartacus well who is um who is the guy who replaced him uh, Liam McIntyre I think that was him Uh, yeah, it was him. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool to see that. Um, definitely recommend it. Spartacus, Blood and Sand, you know? Um, I think it's on Netflix. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I, so I listened to, I listened to this history podcast, um, and it's by, uh, Dan Carlin. And it's, uh, he has, he has basically this podcast called Hardcore History, and, um, he does kind of deep dives into themes in history, but the deep dives he does are really, really detailed and have a lot of examples and, like, a lot of, like, evidence and, and a lot of good points that get brought up, um, to explore that theme, but he'll do it around, centered around an event. So, um, the, the only problem with his podcast is <laughs> four to five hours long sometimes and um having a four hour podcast is kind of like kind of insane um I often like forget where I left off and like stuff like that so it's hard to like I have to like rewind a couple seconds to like get the full picture of what's going on um but overall that show is really uh, like uh that podcast is really awesome and uh I don't know it sparked a lot of interest in history you know like everyone talks about like uh history repeats itself and like learning from history like looking to the past to know what's in the future and stuff like that um um i think those themes are really awesome yeah and um yeah so that's so that was cool um listening to those um and it, and it also makes you seem like the smartest person ever you know, like, listen to my three and a half hour um <clears throat> history podcast and you can inflate that number, right? Because, like, who's going to actually go check, right? <laughs> Only the history buffs, and you know the history buffs, so you won't, like, use that inflation with them. You could be like, hmm, my um, six-and-a-half-hour um, history podcast, and uh, that's uh, what I like to listen to for six-and-a-half hours throughout the day while I uh, also um, clean my entire place, do my homework at the same time, continuously, you know, all at once. Um so yeah, you know, people like to embellish themselves and say they can do a lot. And, um, I hate that. I hate when people are like, oh, I can, um, I can read and listen to music at the same. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If, if you say you can read and listen to music at the same time, I'm saying that you're just, you, you can't actually do that. You're just really good at switching quickly because you're not doing both at the same time. You're not. You're not reading and listening to the music at the same time. Have you ever tried reading a book with music playing? It's impossible. And anyone who says that 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 uh, they can do it, complete bullshit. Lying. Lying. Liar. <laughs> um, I'm so hyped for this Marvel movie. So hyped! I'm I'm hyped because uh, um, Captain Mar uh, Captain Marvel's coming out soon, um, and that'll like get like you know satisfy 
satisfy me until Avengers. And by then I'll be like, hopefully done exams and everything. And everything will be good. Um, but yeah, they, they, uh, the show times are March 7th, which is like literally in like two weeks. Um, I think so. Yeah. No, three weeks. But, um, that's insane. I'm excited. I'm excited to see, um, how they take that franchise and, uh, what they do with that. So that's, that's cool. Um, I'm just, I'm just getting so caught up in it. Like I've literally watched every, <laughs> every video now at this point, and I'm just getting frustrated and reading comics to try to understand and figure out how Thanos was like, like I started reading, um, uh the infinity gauntlet series which is from the 90s which is the basically the the comic book series where uh thanos uh tries to impress uh mistress death who's like the 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 lady personification of death <laughs> funny um and um in in trying to do that he gets tasked with uh um destroying uh, killing half the half the people uh in the universe as like a way to show that uh like he loves her and like to, to impress her um and he and he does it and uh yeah basically it's pretty uh it's pretty insane the whole storyline it's good i'm i'm well into it now uh i won't spoil it because i know people like to um look back and read through this uh, it'll be cool. I ha still haven't found any clues to, like, how that's going to relate if they draw any sort of inspiration. Like, I'm at that point, you know? I'm at the point now where I'm trying to reverse engineer how they <laughs> how they made this movie. Like, I'm trying to reverse engineer where they referenced in the comics to, like, actually understand um, how, how they made this movie. And also that, that fridge makes like knocking sounds so i constantly think people are knocking at my door and i hate it and it's absolutely stupid and um it's scary like because at night you know um you're like in bed you know you, you just close your eyes and then you hear really like faint like creepy and it's um it's the fridge it's it's the fridge doing some weird like knocking i don't know what it's knocking on i don't know what's knocking what i don't know who's knocking up who right like it's just <coughs> it's stupid it's really stupid and i you know i have to you know show that i'm a full-grown man that can take care of myself and uh, defend myself and um so i basically you know i do what every other man does i get out of bed i um put on as much um as much equipment <laughs> as I can to attack the uh, fridge, <clears throat> which I still don't know if it's a fridge or not. I walk outside. I, um, realize that it's the fridge. I then put everything away and, um, make fun of myself for, uh, thinking that I was going to go half the punch of uh, a fridge. And, um, it's stupid. It's terrible. They're like, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like as an engineer, I'm going to have to make products or I have to design things. And when I realize how, when I get to that point in my career and I realize how challenging it is to make a long lasting product on a minimum budget with like 
accountants breathing down your neck and like everything that it you know where your initial idea gets so perversed by trying to like reduce the cost that it just becomes a very like unreliable shoddy thing i i feel like i'm gonna be that engineer that's like gonna have that realization when it comes time for me to actually be like okay i have to release this product even though i'm not 100 percent confident it will last a hundred million trillion years and um i think that sucks like because uh in my materials class we were like talking about how engineers design products to last a certain amount of years like that they can guarantee so they're like Okay, so we try to take into account as mu- many factors as possible, and then <coughs> we um, give an estimate on how long that thing will last, right? And that estimate's a, pretty much a prediction, because like a pretty good prediction, because we take into a, uh, like take into consideration a lot of different things. And the more money you get to like develop a product or whatever, the more money you can put into testing. Um, how what what are the limits of this thing and how long it will last and what under what conditions so i don't know i always thought that engineers just made shit to last long like um maybe that's why our phones die every two years and shit like um that triggers me a lot it's the fact so so i haven't i have an iphone right it's my sister's old iphone and um this iphone has um what eight gigs or 16 gigs okay 16 gigs of storage okay yep yep 16 gigs now want to guess how much of that is used by the iphone right like by the internal software of the of the iphone ready i'm gonna let it load i'm gonna go to the bottom and it'll show me 8.93 gigabytes 8.93 out of 16 hold up hold up let me let me because you know i'm an engineer so i like my numbers i'm gonna do this in a way that you can easily understand okay okay i'm going to do 8.93 divided by 16 that means 55.8 percent over half of my storage is used to run this phone. Which is the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. It is, my my storage is so full that I can't even download and install the next software update because I don't have enough space for it. And see, this is what triggers me about these engineers. And this is electrical engineers, not us mechanical engineers, because we're better. Um, and... And basically, they sit here, they design a product that'll last you two years, and if you use it above two years, they drown you in storage, they, they cut off your storage, they slow down your device, uh, and, I, and I totally understand that you're making, pro- like, you're making apps that work, like, that need more processing power, or whatever, like, you know, there's gonna be, there's gonna be more load, but how come the app that pre- previously ran nicely, no updates, nothing. It didn't improve. It didn't get optimized for a different version. How does that app slow down on a phone that hasn't updated? And it's so f- infuriating because they do it 
They do it a hundred percent. They literally make time. These are like time, like time bombs in, in terms of like how long they last because they last a certain amount of time and then they explode and then they collect again. They get your money. That's it. Um, frustrating, extremely frustrating. Um, so frustrating. I'm like literally upset at the fact that like you have to buy a new phone every two years. And, um, like I'll admit, I don't take amazing care of my phone. I drop my phones a lot. And like, um, I often download a lot of stuff and, you know, like a lot of people don't know how to clear their cash. I, at least I do those kind of things, you know, like the, the softer tricks you have to employ to like really get, um, the, like really get the proper usage out of your phone. Like, um, for example, I don't know what to like, uh, your proper life out of your phone like uh like clearing your cash or like deleting the apps you don't use or like um like clearing your downloads folder and a bunch of other stuff like that so with that stuff um like you're feeling sorry i'm just triggered and then my phone rang and i got distracted and i'm angry 8.93 gigs. 8.93 gigs. Like I have very like I have very few because I have two I have two phones basically. One phone is the the one I'm recording um I record the podcast on it, play like you know games on it and like I have most of like the downloads I have on that phone because it has more space. But then the iPhone that I use to like call people and text people and whatever. It has no space. It literally has no space. Because 8.93 gigs out of 16, 55.8% is used by the phone. And like, I don't understand why they can't let me like clean install and like make it better. And it's just stupid. It's just honestly stupid. And I hate it. And it's frustrating. And, um, yeah. And Reddit's stupid. And you know what else is stupid? The Office. You know what else is stupid? Game of Thrones. You know what else is stupid? All of those things. (laughs) Ah, she's gonna trigger a lot of people. (sighs) Gonna trigger a lot of people, and that's okay. Uh, you know, um, you know, those games used to play on like mini clip and stuff. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's see if like those games are still up, but like I used to play a lot of games on mini clip. That was like the original thing. Um, like the OG thing. There was like the, there was that one with the yellow car. Um, it was like it's like a yellow like little car and you like drove it around you tried to escape from the uh from the police and stuff i don't know what's it called because like now um now the games they got are like eight ball and like color switch and um like flip master and uh agario and like a bunch of like the stupid like 
shitty games when uh what we used to have were, were those like you know the classics here hold up i'm trying to find it it was um it was like a game about like running away from uh it's like a racing game where's r racing racing be the it was like the definitive game on the run yes is it on the run is it on the run yeah, load it up. See, but like, um, on the run, on the run is a game that everyone like used to play. That was a shit. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Like, I don't know. People played a lot of games. Like, we used to play. Oh, no longer playable. What? No fucking way. They ruined the game. They literally ruined the game. Um get it on mobile see see this is the thing with all this shit now so all the games are on your on the app store now you don't have those games that you play on your on your like laptop anymore because it's just inconvenient and i agree with that that's cool to certain to to a certain extent i'm okay with it because like i have you know like i have the sim city and like the marvel game that i play and like eight ball and like stuff like that that i play on my phone just cool and then those stupid, like, the little puzzle ones that you play, like, when you have nothing else to do. Um, so, so I understand. Um, but, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I think I grew that. I, I grew the whole, like, playing on the computer. Because I used to play, like, RuneScape and, um, like, all those other, like, games for your phone. Or, or like, for your laptop and, like, your computer. I used to play, like, Counter-Strike. I used to play... Played like, played RuneScape a lot. Played Counter Strike a lot. I used to play Minecraft. Yeah, um, that was the shit back in the day. I honestly think that game was pretty good. Like it was a good game because it like, like it was addictive, but at least it like, at least it like it was like Legos, you know. I don't know. I think that's why I liked it because I, I was a big Legos fan too. Um, but yeah. Fucking triggered. I'm still triggered about that. That 55.8%. 55.8% of my phone not usable. You wanna know why? Because Apple wants it. Yep. Apple wants to use that part of my phone. They they really need that eight point. Because like I get that you're gonna have a software that's gonna increase in size or whatever, but <clears throat> clean it up. Make it smaller. Optimize. You know? <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. Say that a lot too. And, and I and I also say like literally a lot. Like literally. Like literally the worst ever. You know? Stuff like that. Um Yeah. Uh Yeah, my plant's doing good. Olu's good. Olu my plant, yeah. Olu's uh, my old roommate, and um, I named her, uh, uh, when I moved into my uh, my current living situation, it's like a single room, basically, and, uh, <coughs> oh shit, I need some water, and um, being in the single room, I wanted to, like, um, yeah, oh shit, oh, it's telling me that I'm all set now, um, so, so it's, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
my plant Olu is um, named after my old roommate. And uh, some people thought that was pretty funny. And some people thought it was kind of like, like, wow, you're really lonely, aren't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's where I'm gonna leave it off. So for next, um, for next episode, I'm gonna go try to find someone to argue um, The Office about, or Game of Thrones. Um, probably The Office, because I'm more triggered about that. Um, but yeah, if you enjoyed this, that's cool. This is a brain fart. It's February 17th. It's the second episode. Uh, I'll see you guys later.